Hey, you're listening to Tech Talks with Lou and I'm Lou Temlett. I hope you're having a good day and I'm really thankful for you listening. So this is Tech Talks with Lou, the show in which I discuss the top tech secrets for success from the best in today's digital world. Last time, I spoke with Johnny Stevens from Better Without App, who launched the world's first app for alcohol-free drinks discovery. We spoke about choosing alcohol-free drinking at business events and venues around the world. If you haven't already listened, head back after this episode and let me know what you think. My guest today has a decade working in skincare and is currently specialising in the latest pharmacosmeceutical technology. I'd like to welcome Rob Russell Howarth Dunn, better known as the Dermaguru, to my podcast. Hi, Rob. How are you? Hello. I'm really good. Thank you. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on here. Oh, you are very welcome. I'm so pleased to have got through all those pharmacosmeceutical and uh, yeah. Russell Howarth Dunn. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my own fault for insisting on a triple barrel name when I got married. But, you know, here we go. Here we are. We love it, Rob. We love it. Oh, so God. we're here to talk about skincare and technology. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to start with the kind of early days of skincare. Tell me about how you got into skincare, Rob. Yes. Well, it it was, a, it was kind of a long story, really, but uh, but I'll keep it short and sweet. So when I was 16, I developed cystic acne and it was, it was, you know, like with anything, you get acne and you think, oh, it's only a little bit of acne, but it started progressively to get worse. And my mum was really keen for me to kind of fix that and sort it out. Um, she's always been really hot on skincare. She's always, she's been traveling the world with what she does. And, you know, she spent a lot of the time and, and, and investment in skincare and she has beautiful skin. And like any mother, I think you just want your child to have the best skin that they could possibly have. Um, so I remember her taking me to Boots and going, right, let's get some skincare products for you. Let's start your something cheap and cheerful because I know you're not going to use it and I don't want you to waste any money on it. And so I remember one of the first products I had was the Boots Tea Tree Spot One. Oh, uh, yes. And yeah, did diddly squat. But I, I did it. I tried it. I tried to use it. Um, and then I kind of got a bit lazy with skin, like any classic teenager. I was a bit kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is right for me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, and that's when I suddenly realized when I don't understand things, I don't get it. Throughout my entire schooling, if I didn't understand something, I shut off. And so that's when I thought, well, let me look into this. Um, So I started progressively looking into skincare and kind of what, what, how you can deal with it and and what there is out there. And I noticed that there was this disparity between things you can just buy and then things that people were talking about and recommending these products. And what's the difference between the two products? Like, why is it I can go into Boots and buy all these products and they don't really seem to work for me? but I can go somewhere else and get, get a product that's been recommended to me and that seems to work. So I dipped my toe in and I love it. As a teenager, I dipped my toe in and went straight to Clarins. <laughs> you know, you know, as you do with a teenager, <laughs> oh yeah, Clarins is always a good place to start. Um, and I remember, because I used to work at um, a retail shop in Brighton in a, sort of a, a mall and on the counter there, I went up and I remember getting my first routine with my first paycheck, really excited. I'm being independent. It was my skincare routine that I was buying. Mum didn't have anything to do with it. Look at me. Um, and then that's when I started to, you know, see that skincare was different from where you bought it from. Um, and that's when I started to go into ingredients and research it. And that was oh, wow. really, we're talking about, yeah, a three-year process. I'm, 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 it was from 16 till 18. I was properly looking into skincare every Saturday on my Saturday job. I'd go into, into the beauty hall and go around, have a little look after work, see what's out there. 
Um, that's kind of how it started. And as I started to go into skincare a bit more and understanding how those ingredients work, it started to fascinate me that you could do so much with a formulation to change someone's skin. And yeah. when I started seeing my acne clearing up and starting to get a bit of a more healthy complexion, I was like, okay, this there's something here. Um, and then that's when I started to have treatments with um, a phenomenal lady back home who I'm now very close friends with. And within this industry, we have been like inseparable. And yeah. she started doing some chemical resurfacing with me and my skin changed. And that was when I thought, hmm, what is this all about? And then went to university. And then every time I came home, I went back for treatment. And, and over my university years, I mean, like most of people, when we're doing something, we start to realize, is this right for me? Yeah. Um, I was studying contemporary art. I love art, but yeah. I didn't really see I'd get much from that. And I didn't yeah. really enjoy university. Let's be honest here. Um, and that's when I made the decision, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go so into skin. So is uh, the contemporary art choice, was that yeah. something because you were good at through your education years? Yeah, and so through my education, the, yeah. The next step. Yeah, so through my education years, I really, really struggled with anything academic. You know, I was quite badly yeah. dyslexic. So everything just felt like a massive challenge. And I remember yeah. in, in, in my school, my educational support tutor, she was like, what do you enjoy, Rob? Because I think they suddenly realised that I only put 100% of myself <laughs> behind something when I enjoy it. Who'd have thought? Surprise, surprise. Um, I know, <laughs> absolutely. And then there was like a blanket decision, maybe academics isn't for Rob, maybe it's art. So then I started yeah. doing drama, contemporary yeah. art at, at school, and I fell in love with it. I thought I can express myself. And yeah. I think I remember when my art tutor turned around to me and said, there's never a wrong answer with art. I was like, there we go. I'm signing up. Have me signed up. <laughs> we, we like that. No wrong answer. <laughs> Absolutely. And so that's kind of when, why I went down the contemporary art route is because I enjoyed it and I had a passion for it. Yeah. Um, but over my, you know, when you age and get, get a little bit older over university and you start to mature a bit, you suddenly realise, hmm, can't, what am I going to do? Am I going to do art for the rest of my life? I was like, I enjoy art, but I don't think I enjoy it that much. Yeah. Um, but this entire time, I was really still into skincare, really into it. And so I thought, yeah. well, I'll get a part-time job on a counter somewhere and just see, have a, have a little play. Um, and that's when I was employed by Clarins as one of their yeah. skin specialists. And that's where I started because I thought, well, i start with the brand that I started with. Yeah, exactly. And you knew all about all the products anyway, because yeah. you've been researching them for the last, you know, five, Absolutely. five or so years. So I do remember that interview. It was an interview that all lasted five minutes before the end of it. She said, there's no point in having a second one. You're having the job. <laughs> and I was like, well, there oh, you go. Well done. It paid off. You know, all that that intense research paid off. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting where we, you know, kind of go through education and you're kind of funneled through in what you think you should be doing. But usually it's that outside passion, the thing that you, doesn't come through education that you really love and have a passion for that becomes your career. Um, yeah. And if only, you know, some of those things are kind of, maybe maybe they are today, that, you know, those external passions are kind of brought into the, the stream of consciousness and, and able to uh, yeah, make a business I from them. I do agree. I think there is definitely that. I mean, it's. I think more so these days, people tend to think making a business or becoming self-employed. I think it is a lot, I'm not going to say easier, but a lot easier to get into 
but it's ne- not necessarily easy. I will say that. Um, but I think in the past, I remember when I first started, you know, in, in, back in, the, I'm not talking ages ago, I know that, but, you know, when I, when I was first l- looking at my career choices, I wanted to be a chef originally. Yeah. So it's like you change your mind. And, and I think if we can all just agree that sometimes your passion can also be your work. Yeah. And I say to everyone, every time I go to clinic, every time I sit down to do a consultation, it's not work for me. And that yes. has been the biggest joy for me is to do something that yeah. I enjoy. So this podcast is about technology, Rob. And I, I've been yeah. to your clinic. I've seen the technology you've got, which is why I was yes. most interested to talk to you and kind of shine a, a spotlight on um, on technology within the kind of skincare world. Um, so yes. do you want to talk to me about the the current technology that you've got and kind of where that's come from? Um, because I know yeah. it's kind of an intrinsic part of anybody's career or any any field. But uh, yeah, I'm most interested to hear some of the technical stuff behind this. So when I first started with um, skincare, I was of the impression that a good therapist doesn't need any special scanner or any kind of device. You know, they can just intuitively understand skin. And how naive I was. <laughs> you... <laughs> You can gain an understanding by yourself of skin and you absolutely can help a lot of people understanding skin just by looking at skin, by seeing what's going on, asking the right questions. And I'm glad I started off in that way because now it's given me the ability to know all the right questions, the the sort of the triggering questions that get me the right answers with clients and things like that. And I'm glad I did it that way. But, But more recently with the development of skincare and technology in our industry, you know, there's been technology that's around for a while, but only more recently has it actually become more prevalent. And so yes. then that's when I invested in what we call the skin scanner. Um, it's a wonderful piece of technology that takes uh, 10 photos of your skin under different conditions. And not only will it show me, and I'm going to start talking in industry jargon here, so I'll, I'll explain it a little bit, but not only does it show me what's going on in your epidermis of your skin but it also shows you what's going on in your dermis and what that means is you know historically as a, as a skin specialist and therapist i can see what's going on on the surface layers surface layers of your epidermis right i can see what's going on in, on that and it's quite easy to ascertain that but in the dermis when a lot of the time you've got your uv pigmentation uv damage so is, is that that's the bit underneath lower the down skin. yeah okay. so your dermis is beneath your epidermis and that's usually where your skin does all its things so it has all the cells in there that that promotes everything so for me to be able to see what's going on down in the skin internally where I wouldn't see with the naked eye it opens up so much more possibilities and especially when it comes to inflammatory skin disorders because I'm able to see the internal inflammation I'm able to see the blood flow to those areas so I'm able to see if there's a particular trigger there or what areas need working on a little bit more and so it is fascinating and um by having this uh by having this technology it's not only taken my business from you know really good to now i've got so much more possibility fantastic. it's fantastic we're, we're phenomenal we're doing great there you go um <laughs> love it <laughs> love it positivity um but it also then as a client and i know that you've been in my clinic so you've you've seen this as a client there's one thing going to someone being in an industry where marketing is so prevalent and we're being told this, that, and that, and it changes all the time. There's one thing going to someone and them telling you, Oh, I've seen your skin. This is what you need. 
versus you seeing an image of your skin that you will never be able to see unless with this technology and then me explaining what's going on internally. The difference yeah. as a client, you get yeah. a lot more confidence that A, I know what I'm talking about, but B, it makes it easier for you to understand your skin. And that's yes. really important for everyone is to understand your skin. You're listening to Tech Talks with Lou and I'm Lou Tenlett. And today I'm talking with Rob, better known as the Dermaguru, advanced skincare specialist. So Rob, I have seen technology within skincare prior to now. Do you remember the, the aging scans? So you could then see how much your skin is aging. Sometimes they use yes. it on, uh, you know, 10 years younger and things like that to be able to see how bad the, the sun has affected your, your epidermis. Is that right? Uh, well, epidermis and dermis. So there's two. It, the difficulty is with sun damage, there's epidermal pigmentation and dermal pigmentation. So when we talk about, without getting too boring, with dermal, it's talking about DNA damage. With epidermal, yeah. it's talking about um, structural damage within the cell structure, but also in terms of how the cell's regulating itself and things like that. But yeah, you're, you, you're right. There's just a brief, let's just say in skin, because <laughs> otherwise I could be talking for hours. <laughs> We love that. Um, yeah, I, I, because I, I, I guess that's the, you know, for me, those are the skin scanners of the past. Yeah. Um, but what you, what you offer and the technology, um, it, it's kind of a, a lot more in depth. So, what do these machines look like? Um, yeah. You, you, you mentioned ten photos. Uh, yeah, how does this machine work? Let's talk about that. So, you're right. In in the past, we had the similar sort of these machines have been around for a while i'd say about 10 years give or take um but a lot of the time they're just looking under uv light and looking at your pigmentation your uv damage within the skin okay so now we have other possibilities which we talk about rgb so it takes a photo under rgb and that can okay. show us the their goal no uh, i okay so rgb for me being a graphic designer um, is red, green, blue. Is that exactly yes, the same? Yes, that is correct. Exactly okay. the same. Sorry. Um, I've got to forget that I've got I've got to stop talking industry jargon. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. I think many of us know what RGB is, but uh, we've just cleared that up. So you get a red, green, Perfect. blue. Yeah, so you get a red, blue, blue, blue. Yeah, a red, green, blue image. Um, and in that image, it shows us not only the pores, shows us the circular circumference of those openings, whether they're over 0.2 millimetres in, in uh, diameter. That kind of shows us where it identifies the thickening of skin and pores and whether they're congested. congested. You've then got RGB spot, which shows us the facial skin pigmentation. So it shows us the colour and size. So whether that be epidermal pigmentation, um, whether that will be you know spots or uh, post-inflammatory erythema, which is a redness of the skin. Then you've got RGB wrinkle, which shows us your expression lines. So it will show us where they are, where they're sitting, um, if they're supposed to be like that. So there's been a consumer poll where we get the average um, percentage of what client skin should look like for their age range and skin type. And so that allows us to kind of sit there with wrinkle and expression lines to be like, well, you know, you've got they're slightly extended, these expressions. So why is that? And usually it's down to dehydration, accelerated aging, lots of different things. So it's it's not just smiling or furrowing the brow no. too much then. 
Okay. No. So, so all of that, that deep wrinkle right in between my eyebrows and kind of in my forehead mm. is not because yeah. I'm furrowing my brow and go, I don't understand what you're saying. Can you say it again? Please? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a different element. It is due to how well you move the face. So there is that element to it. I will admit, unfortunately. But if your skin is really dehydrated, what I say to people is a good analogy is imagine your cells being like grapes. That's what we want yep. them to be, grapes. But sometimes they're like raisins. There's not enough yep. moisture in there that they've dried out. And so in those areas, when you make more expressions, your skin just kind of goes, ah, well, if it's going to be like that, I might as well stay like this. So oh. kind of, I know it's very rude, isn't it? Very, very rude. Oh. So that's where we can introduce increasing more moisture and hydration, hyaluronic acid within the skin. So then oh. it plumps them back up. So like a raisin, you can soak a raisin in water. It will never truly yeah. become a grape again, but you yeah. can get it almost 90% yeah. the same. And being able to understand the technology or not understand the technology, but being um, understand the skin yeah. and its factors with technology is just, you know, a massive kind of leap forwards. Um, yes. And then being able to kind of counteract those things. I remember uh, back in the day listening to someone talk about how many muscles there are to make you smile or to, you know, that you use when you're smiling yeah. and many less muscles when you're frowning or, you know, kind of being yes. sad and grumpy. So um, obviously using muscles in your face and smiling is a great thing in terms yes. of skincare and keeping it healthy and well. Well, yeah, I mean, there's this age old saying that if people just spend the rest of their life making no expression, they'll have better skin. And I mean, <gasps> to, a certain, no. I know, to a certain degree, it, it's a bit of a like a, 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 an old wives tale type situation. It's not necessarily the case. However, you know, if, if you are one of my clients who, like myself, are extremely expressionate, you will find yourself getting more expression lines. Now, we're not talking Gordon Ramsay style. We're just talking, you know, you may find yourself <laughs> having some more expression styles. Um, okay. But, yeah, so there is sort of an element to that, but I would yeah. never sit there and say spend the rest of your life looking like a sour-faced duck, you know? You're listening to Tech Talks with Lou, and I'm Lou Temlett. And today I'm talking with Rob, better known as the Dermaguru, advanced skincare specialist. So, Rob, um. I've been to your clinic and I've yeah. had fantastic aftercare and um, kind of follow up. Um, yes. Now, most people I speak with on my podcast um, kind of use marketing technology to enhance yeah. their business. Now, you're not any different from this. So tell us yeah. about the systems and processes that you use in your business. Of course. So when I when I started to look at my business and I thought, how am I going to utilize this one of the biggest things that i said to myself is i use technology on a daily basis you know i'm in a unique position that i've been brought up around technology you know so i i i felt that i could understand it a lot more arrogantly so probably i don't know um and then i wanted to get these systems in place so i've got a system which i work very closely with get harley and that is an online consultation system as well as an individual patient um product shelf so when I talk to someone, either in clinic or online, I have a consultation with them. And because of the nature of the products that I use, they're prescription only, so you can only have them prescribed to you as an individual because of the fact that they are potent products. Um, they go on your little online shelf. So as a client, you get a WhatsApp 
with your link, you click on your link and you have an online digital shopping shelf and you see all the products I recommend for you, your routine, how to use it. They then purchase it, then the logistics get done and then it gets posted to your front door. So I haven't had to do a single thing. I haven't had to send an email. I haven't had to um, go around chasing products. I haven't had to stock a huge quantity of products in my in my clinic um and it just adds that uniformity for me as a business owner but i'm sure you'll say as a client it makes it so much easier for you because you've got your products you don't have to then worry about where you're going to buy them whether they're in stock whether i have them in stock whether i've read my emails you've got it all there and so that then you can see it purchase it comes to your door and you can utilize it it's a fantastic service so as a business owner um you know, I, I speak with many, many fellow entrepreneurs and there are always so many things to do and manage in our businesses. But you're mm. still focusing on your true passion, which is skincare yeah. and everything else. Literally everything else is being dealt with. Um, and yes. I love seeing I love seeing your journey on Instagram, your learnings, your networking, your traveling yeah. around the world. Uh, and quite just doing just doing exactly what you love and the stress has been taken away by technology in in particular yeah. that you know this particular app that you use in your business um i think it's well, fantastic. You, well quite i mean you say that and, and and i sit here and if i were to honestly sit down and you to ask me how many apps you use i couldn't tell you you know i've got my booking system i've got get harley i've got um my online email pa system i've got everything in place so that you say I can just get on and do what I want to do in clinic. Yeah. I can also go around educating. I can also go to different countries educating. I can see what's on the market. And it also means that anytime I get an invite to any exhibition or event, I can say yes, because everything's being dealt with. Um, so fantastic. it is fantastic. And I do say to people, if you're starting a business, try try and look at things like that because it, it, yes. it is helpful. Yeah, I think gone are the days of of trying to do everything yourself, you know, trying to find all the the kind of, you know, the things that Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Quite. And I will um, also preface I have an un I have an unfair advantage that my husband is a software engineer. So if anything goes wrong, I'm like, nay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. So some of us have um, feel like we've got problem skin or, you know, uh, kind of aging. Um, But and some of us kind of sit there living with these problems that that Mm. actually feel quite overwhelming as an individual. And we've got so many other things going on that we just live with it and think there's no way out or there's no alternative. But your business offers offers relief from from those things but I kind of want to get to the bottom of um kind of skincare and the from a a research and development point of view how far it's come and and uh and what's next with skincare yeah exactly and I think I say to a lot of people is one of the markets that really never ceases to amaze me is the skincare market. There is constantly millions, if not billions of pounds spent on research and development. Now, 
a lot about skincare is about formulation over ingredients. So it's all about how we formulate those ingredients together. However, there's always so many different types of ingredients that can be created, you know, because if you take, for instance, one of the most popular things, which is retinoids, you know, we all knew them as just a vitamin A product at one point or retinol. We've got so many different types and it's all based off the conversion steps or how they're created or how they're processed. And they do different things for skin. And because of that, the skincare market over the last sort of five to 10 years has really boomed at looking at, like you said, those problems, because gone are the days where we want to sit there and we go, oh, you've just got a red face. You know, you look at a lot of historical evidence of skincare and it was very common for a lot of people to have a red bulbous nose or big red cheeks. You know, it was, you know, we always talk about its phrases, the the alcoholic's nose. And I think it's always been really, really bad that that's kind of been phrased in that sense. Whereas nowadays yeah. we look at it and we go, we now understand, even though we understood in the past that skin is an organ, it's, it's, it's not something that is just to be ignored yeah and because of that i think a lot of consumers are now seeing the importance of skincare and you don't have to live with these inflammatory skincare conditions or pigmentation or general aging and there is a lot more respect for your skin now there's a lot more respect of looking after your skin and i think that's down and parcel of the research development technology that's been used in how skincare is looked at has been spurred on by the fact that people want that now whereas in the past they didn't And, you know, it's only going to get more, you know, this industry is worth a lot and a lot of technology is involved in it. You know, in the laboratories that we use with um, ingredients, there's so much money on the technology and and individual things. You know, I I worked with a brand who managed to take hyaluronic acid, which is a very large molecule, and they managed to put it through this intense machine system to splice it into nano particles so then your skin can absorb it better and I think that's a lot of the time with skincare we often overlook is behind the scenes the technology that's been put behind it to a for that skin to skincare to actually work a little bit better for you yeah is coming leaps and bounds and there's so much out there yeah I mean it's it's great to hear you know kind of gone are the days of you know just an eye cream and a moisturizer Mm. you know there are so many other things that instead of just feeling like they're doing something for your skin actually being able to see the benefits and I think that's you know your bespoke kind of clinic um you know specialist offering is that you can tackle those things and they then become less of a problem um I I guess you know it's being able to see that you know accept that there's a problem in the first instance and know that you can get help from someone like you with regards to skincare that we don't have to you know, I remember growing up and, and kind of parents looking old and go, oh, you know, maybe the, the perception of their skin. But actually, you know, the quality of skin generally yeah. is so much better because of the technology. Um, and if I can if I can continue, um, you know, looking young. Yes. <laughs> you know, for as long as possible. Um, I'm not going to pretend that I'm young. Uh, but you know, it's prolonging that inner youthfulness. I kind of don't want to go into, you know, any kind of advert right now, but. Well, um, no, I mean, I say, I say to people. It's a a sense of well-being and happiness as well, because um, I know a lot of, a lot of conditions about not feeling safe and accepted in the world. And, you know, if you can walk out of your front door feeling incredibly confident 
because someone like you and the technology behind the skincare is there, then why yeah. would you not improve your own mental health and well-being exactly. from the the outside in as well as inside well, out? Yeah, exactly. And I, and and I've said this to to people before. When I started my clinic, I said to myself, I am not going to open my doors unless I can treat every single person, be that what phototype they are, depending on the Fitzpatrick. Um, what kind of skincare condition they had I did not want to open a clinic in which I could only treat you know the fair skins because these are too harsh you know you've got brands out there like pH formula that have completely obliterated the market and gone no you can have chemical resurfacing for all skin types it's about how you formulate them how you put them in a special uh, vehicle delivery complex and things like that and so that was really important for me for, for like you said because I nobody should be sat at home thinking oh my god there's nothing that could be done for my skin or you know I'm just going to look old because there's a difference between accelerated aging and chrono aging there's two different types there's natural aging and then you've got aging due to uv damage and a lot still unknown like many consumers don't know about that and and that's why my mission I suppose has been to, to educate as many people as I can about skin and actually to know that there isn't a single skincare condition I can't advise on everyone can come in if there is like i said a a condition in which i know that i cannot treat for medical reasons i know someone who can i can point in that direction um and and you're right gone are the days where we need to sit there and go oh i just look like this yeah um so i mean i know traditionally skincare has been uh for the female demographic um you're a man in this industry which is fantastic to see um and uh you know you're your kind of ethos and values are that skincare is for everybody um, and making yes. it more acceptable to men as well. You know, of you're course, not having to yeah. go to a, to a, a counter in a department store, um, you know, and feel intimidated by yeah. not just skincare, but by the kind of makeup side of things, you know, we can yeah. still deal with the core of the problem with skincare, yeah. but for everybody, which I think uh, yeah. you know, is fantastic. Well, absolutely. And I've said that I don't believe in gendered skincare. I think any um, company out there that are doing products for men um, should stop straight away. I've always said that because yeah. it's it's not acceptable for two reasons. One, skincare should never have been gendered. The only reason it yeah. was is because they wanted to sell to more male clients. And, you yeah. know, the, the social norm is that you don't look after your skin if you're a man, which gone are yeah. the days, you know, yeah. a good 40% of my clients are men. So, you know, yeah. I want to get over that 50%. I want an equal 50-50 split, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, you are getting there. You are getting there. You, you know, your, your you. voice is being heard. And um, you're right. It's kind of breaking down those old barriers that it is yeah. for everybody and why should men be charged more for a yeah. for a different product and not necessarily more but have a specific pot of products like you say yeah you know our, the surface of our skin is the surface of our skin regardless yeah. of any variation whatsoever exactly and 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 on that it, it a lot of the time with men's skincare, they're heavily fragranced with these really musky smells. And, you know, I've had clients come in and they go, well, I'm using this skincare, it says for men, you know. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, and they've got real beta inflammation and redness. And we find out that they can't really tolerate anything that's heavily fragranced. And a good 80% yeah. of norm, what I call normal skincare in quotation marks hasn't got added fragrance. You know, yeah. a lot of it does. You know, we talk about the wellness brands that 
not necessarily saying that fragrance is is a bad thing in any way, shape or form, but a lot of wellness brands, they tend to, it's it takes you on a journey of this is like you said, the Isle of Yule, it's nice. This yeah. is how you massage in. It smells really lovely. And yeah. having that wellness moment sometimes is far more important than actually just having a moisturizer that does a load of things. And, yeah. and so there's two camps for it and it needs to be open and inclusive to all. It doesn't need to be gendered because yeah. it's, there is, there, there is no reason. And people will argue that men's skin is 20% thicker on average doesn't matter it doesn't mean that they need a stronger product sometimes it's the opposite um so yeah interesting anyway kind of bringing this back to technology rob um what's next for you and what's next for the skincare industry i think the biggest question of all is what's next for the skincare industry and 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 a lot of the time we don't know (laughs) in all honesty we don't know however what i will say is i always take spf right in my opinion, SPF has been the biggest and fasting te- fastest technological advancement in the past five to 10 years because we never used to wear SPF. We never used to even think about SPF on our faces and people would be like, oh, that's just for holidays. And it was all that really yeah. greasy, sticky sun yeah. cream. Do you remember as a child being yeah. like, oh, no, don't want that on me. And now all of the brands under the sun are doing SPF fluids for like matte finishes, SPF powders, SPF foundation, SPF CC creams. And I feel that that is only going to get better because, you know, we still have SPFs on the market these days that are causing white casts on on deeper uh, skin tones when they don't have to be because of the types of ingredients they're using. And I think that's going to start to see that we're going to see a lot more sun protection, a lot more um, UVA and UVB protection in a in a formulation that will be a bit more suited for all so that's my you know prediction not only every single year as a clinic owner i get hundreds of emails about new aesthetics machines that are coming out new little things technological advancements you know things like that there'll always be technological advancements um but with the popularity of fractionated radio frequency so a lot of people will know that under something like morpheus 8 which is uh, a technology machine in which they get microneedling with radio frequency, it tightens the skin. It's a big old oh, hoo ha. I know. I, I'm I losing. Just, I'm gone. Yeah, yeah. You, you have. I've gone to the Matrix. <laughs> so right. <to> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, there's a lot of machines out there that help you make you look younger. Um, there's been a lot of um, over the last year and a half, a lot with um, fat freezing machines as well. That that's kind of increased. Um, much to my dismay, but you know, it, it, the, the, those technologies are there and available for yeah. those who who need it. Um, so I, it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me that there'll be this new weird and wonderful machine that does everything. However, I will say one of the technologies in the aesthetics industry that constantly is evolving um, is radio frequency, and that is oh. basically it heats up the skin which yep. causes a contraction of your elastin and collagen fibers, a renewal of skin, so it gives you tighter skin, okay? Um, originally designed for the medical industry, obviously. Like many think in the aesthetics industry, we're like, oh, yep. hello, have that, thank you. And, and, and Rob, um, I've, just gone back, I've just gone back to the microwave. I'm just really simplifying everything now. <laughs> it's a microwave for the skin, let's say that. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> it's a form of a wavelength that helps... Um, tighten the skin let's go let's go with yes. that but i yeah you know that has been around for a very long time and that is yes. also something that changes 
all the time that evolves yeah. and you have different machines of application so what's next for me well 2023 is the year that i've been aspiring to get to i've been in four years of um practice now um so this is my fifth year and this is the year that i want to make the biggest bang so what's next for me is we're opening up guest clinics for uh medics to come in and look at things like anti-wrinkle injections not only for those that, like we said, talk about expression, you know, faces, not only for that, but also for things like hyperhidrosis. So um, excessive sweating or TMJ, which is the grinding of the jaw, excessive pain in the jaw, but be able to treat those as well. Um, there may or may not be a machine coming into clinic this year, um, mm-hmm. a machine in which I've had to save probably for the past four years for begrudgingly but really want. Um, so I'm getting a, a new piece of technology. And I, and I won't say what it is because I don't want to excite people yet because I know some of my clients will be listening to this and then they won't stop hounding me until I get it. Um, okay, well, we're still going to hound you, Rob. <laughs> I, I know I know you will. And I love that you do. It, c- it gives me a fire up my ass to get going. Um, but I'm going to get a new piece of technology which will, able, which will give me uh a broader horizon of skin conditions i can treat um it's something that i'm excited for um and it's something that will be able to take my practice not only to be able to treat clients but let's not also forget business is business and it will also able to increase my revenue as well which is really really important because you know i want that i want that mansion in the algarve now um i think i've deserved it right rob so um yeah to to assist uh in your business how can people get hold of you also so that they can hand you about this new technology that's coming oh absolutely i know this is what's good i'm gonna get a message now every time just starting it as like a little joke um how can you get hold of me i'm very prolific on social media so you know instagram rob underscore dermaguru and then i've got my clinic page which is dermaguru you can also find me on linkedin under rob russell howarth dunn Good luck typing that into LinkedIn. Um, and uh, I'm also got YouTube, uh, which is Rob underscore Dermaguru as well. Um, or just my website, which is www.dermaguru.co.uk. Um, and they'll give you plenty of options. You know, say you're listening to this podcast and you're struggling with your skin, but don't necessarily live near me to see me in clinic. I do offer virtual consultations because of this technology. I'm able to support you wherever you are in the world. I support international clients. You know, I've got clients in Tasmania, uh, San Francisco, uh, South Africa. I've got clients all over. So it it, it does really broaden my horizons. I'm so excited, Rob. And um, yeah, just to continue our conversations and, to learn about all of the different factors that it's not just, you know, one or two products, but it's mm. how they're formulated and put together yeah. and the, the different strengths and the different things. And then having the, you know, the technology, the face scanners or the skin scanners that are able to identify, you know, kind of the surface level and the deeper level of, mm. of um, you know, damage or, you know, areas for repair and improvement. Um, but yeah. I also love hearing your journey and um, the growth and excitement that it's come from a passion and that you've got, you know, mechanisms in place in your business so that you can still continue to do the stuff that yeah. you really love. And, th- and that's really important. So that if anyone's thinking um, about getting into skincare and in, in the types of uh, field that uh, Rob is in, uh, I'm sure he'd be more than happy for you to contact him. Um, but if it's something you have a passion passion for, then uh, I'm sure Rob is there for you. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I 
I talk to a lot of people in my industry. I mentor a lot. I educate a lot. And it is really important for me for someone who came into this industry without necessarily knowing I wanted to go into that through the kind of the classic university or or college degree uh, route. It's really important for me to share that love as well, because like you said, you never know what you want. And if you do have that passion, yes, you can make a career out of it. Yes, absolutely. Rob, well, thank you so much for today and uh, look forward to catching up with you again soon. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have recording it. I look forward to have you listening in again for the next episode. And in the meantime, I'd love you to rate, review and download this episode. Thanks again for listening.